welcome to episode 37 of Booze and Phasers, a show where we talk genre and drink booze. I'm Audrey Kearns, your host, and joining me in the co-hosting chair is Mr. Brian Bradley, my husband. Hello, everyone. Hi there. And at the far end of the table here, we have our good friend and sound producer, Mr. Matt Sewell. Hello. It's all right. And right next to me is actor and voice actor extraordinaire. Please put your hands together for Mr. Mark Gagliardi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Uh, So this is our second year, and it's so great to see all these people out, because I think uh, since it was an afternoon drinking podcast last year, we only had a few people out. Yeah, and they're the kind of people that drink in the afternoon. Yes. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. These people right up front. These are our day drinkers. How you doing? (laughs) So um, we are going to talk. We're like, what can we talk about? And And as of, I think it was Friday, Mark, we still didn't have a theme, and Mark and I were sharing some booze. Mm. and talking because uh, we hadn't caught up in a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't have a theme. And, and you're like, I like wizards. <laughs> I do like wizards. <laughs> and, or I, yeah, and you like Harry Potter a lot. And I was like, well, that's our theme. We're going to talk about some wizards tonight. The best tonight. wizards. Like, the best what are the wizards. greatest wizards of all time? Yes. Do you have opinions about wizards? Oh, speaking of opinions, um, if you guys at any moment want to comment on what we're talking about, since we don't have a mic set up, um, tweet me at Audrey Kearns. It's K-E-A-R-N-S. And I will read your tweets uh, if I find them acceptable, uh, <laughs> uh, if I seriously, if I have time, I will read them uh, up here. So it's at Audrey Kearns. But before we get to the wizards, we have a segment uh, that was pretty, it is pretty popular called Shatner Tweets, right. where, where Shatner, we read our favorite Shatner, Shatner tweets, tweets of the week. Sweet. But we have a story about that because it's not so fun anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, so Mr. Shatner, who I believe not only is present at Dragon Con in this building, but he's always present, really, in our hearts. <laughs> They were, security security was asking us to be quiet upstairs because they thought that William Shatner was going to uh, call the... He's like Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're terrified. Be, they, they're, when Mr. Shatner turns yeah. on you, that's it yeah. for you. Like, <laughs> call your family. Tell them you're never coming home. It's so, like, it's the equivalent of, don't make me call your father. <laughs> it's, it's, don't make me call Mr. Shatner. He's, he, he's the uber father, the all father, William the Shatner. The all father. But does anyone, does everyone uh, follow William Shatner on... On, uh, Twitter? on Twitter, anybody here? No, no, some do. Have you heard of the okay. news about William Shatner? William on Shatner getting... enjoys um, talking. He's certain fandoms. One of them is Outlander, the show Outlander. A couple of couple of fans. I'm One a raising fan. the roof. That's it. <laughs> she's raised, now she's gone to Devil Horns. Now she won't stop. Somebody stop her. <laughs> but so Outlander's, you know, this, this show that's about, you know, this uh, it's a kind of a romantic time travel thing it takes place in Scotland. I like and that. he loves it. And people on that show like they ship the characters, right? So in this case, they're doing a weird thing where they're shipping not the characters, but the actual actors. Do we know what shipping is? Do you know this? Uh, I do know what shipping okay. is. Okay. And you know what shipping is? You explained it to me. Okay, good. <laughs> no, but shipping the actors yeah, they're, they're shipping like the shipping actors. people in real life now. Like real person fic. Real person fic. Yeah, I know. So anyway, he got upset about it, and he's like, "Don't do that." They have they're not in love. They have they have uh, you know boyfriends or relationships, and everyone got really upset, and they started getting mad at each other and like trying to dox each other, and it's like total Twitter hell. So we decided. And instead he was kind of mean, though. He was being kind of crazy. He was, and so were they. It's a real yeah. Mess. It was a shit show. Welcome to two thousand. There was problems on all sides. <laughs> there were many sides. <laughs> many, many sides. sides. Oh, many stop. sides. No. Of the shipping controversy. So instead of that, we're doing Shatner tweets in his honor. We are going to ship some characters randomly selected from this plastic cup right here. So Fantastic. we are going to say what we think their strengths and weaknesses will be in a yes. relationship. We'll just have a few of these. Okay, yeah, so we'll right. start here. Why don't we All start right. here? So I, do I pull you one pull or two? two? Pull two. two. It's a relationship. You can't. Well, well I, you I understand right. a solo relationship. I got it. I got it. Sometimes. Well, we've been married for 25 yeah, years. Yeah, I got so it. Okay. Solo or I don't yeah. do it at all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hashtag truth. So we're starting off with one that I'm is right in the strike zone for Dragon Con. Okay. Jack Bauer from 24. <laughs> awesome. And the Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers. <laughs> and in parentheses, it says all of them. It's all of the Jonas. So this is a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> so Mark, what do you think uh, their Bauer. strengths would be? 
with the Jonas Brothers and Mr. Bauer from 24. <laughs> it's Jack Bauer, by the way, not Kiefer Sutherland. Jack Bauer. <laughs> Jack Bauer. Um, I think that their strengths would be communication. <laughs> Because the Jonas Brothers are always in front of microphones, and Jack Bauer is always on comms. Oh, right. Yay! Oh, that's so romantic. Yeah. Nice. Which allows him to low talk and whisper through the entire that's right. six that's series right. of the, the show. You think eventually they, they hand him a microphone like, we can't hear you, man. Right, yeah. We, we, we can't hear oh, you. So you think that's the end of the relationship yeah. right well, there? Well, I think the Jonas Brothers, what they would like is Jack Bauer's superpower of getting from one side to L.A. to the other in five minutes. Sure. Yeah, yeah that is it, amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, if you yeah. lived in Los Angeles or you know Los Angeles at all, the most, uh, of the many unrealistic things about 24 <laughs> is that he's like, I've got to get to Westwood. <laughs> and he gets in a car and on a real-time show, a show with an actual clock on it, he's there in like a minute and a half to Westwood. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Which you can only do... Just if you live in West Magic. It's a 40-minute drive from anywhere in L.A. to West To anywhere else. It, okay, all right, we're going to go one more. Here we go. Why don't we go to Mr. Gagliardi? Oh, sure. All right, another ship. Let's ship. Wolverine. Yes. With. I'm very excited to see where this goes. I don't know why I'm reaching for it. Like, I'm going to get one from the bottom. I don't yeah. Know <laughs> no, no. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> Wolverine. <laughs> Why this is, is good. Here? No, it's, it should be in there. Wolverine and Aunt B from the Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I don't even understand why you're throwing shade on that ship. That could work. Yeah. That could work. Now, well, I feel like it's a Highlander moment. Because you remember in, in the first Highlander, like with, uh, in the movie in the 80s, where he like falls in love with that woman and then they show her aging as he stays young. That's and true. Everything. So he met, Logan met her Aunt when B. she was in her prime. You now, know, and he just, he just can't quit her. He can't. Who could? <laughs> first of all, I believe, and I don't care what anyone thinks, I think Aunt B is a deeply sexual woman. That's my feeling. <laughs> deeply, no, deeply, deeply sexual. This is your handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wolverine is an old school guy. He's very old. He's got old school values. And he's going to appreciate a nice, homely lady. Because when he comes home from you know, just fighting and fighting his inner demons and fighting real bad guys. It's so nice to come home to, like, a nice biscuit and some, <laughs> some chicken, sure. you know, some greens. I mean, it sounds nice. I think that's nice. That's and all cool. she wants is for him to very aggressively make love to her. That's it. <laughs> that's all he has to do. And he can do that. She makes his claws come out. She surely Ooh. does. Mm. But just when she needs utensils. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, like... Should we do one more? Or? All right, let's do one more. Okay. Give me one more. While you're doing one more, I want to throw out a thought about uh, yeah. right. it oh. makes sense that Wolverine would wind up in Mayberry because he does keep just like, oh, uh, stuff's getting too rough. I'm just going off the reservation to a <laughs> yeah. place that no one will ever find me, and Mayberry seems the pretty Mayberry's good. Mayberry's perfect, there. Perfect, yeah. perfect place for I that. I think he takes Barney's job, sadly. <laughs> I think so. Oh, hey, guys. Um, All right. I'm ashamed of you, Brian, because he spelled her name wrong, but that's okay. I still All love right. you. 25 years. Um, <laughs> Ellen Ripley. Okay. From uh, Alien. Sure. Aliens. And um, Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> so just to be clear, this is Ellen Ripley from the Aliens, uh, you know, played by Sigourney Weaver, and the mythical, though I think possibly real, creature, the Sasquatch. Well, you know, I will say the first thing, uh, as a woman of stature myself... Mm -hmm. A woman I'm, of height. I, I'm six feet tall. And uh, 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 Ellen Ripley's like 5'11". Thank you for the woo-woo over there. <laughs> yeah. um, so... Um, you know, height makes a difference to women when they're in an intimate relationship, which is not true. I'm just saying that for the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I'm like one inch shorter than you, so I don't know what's But I constantly about. tell you that you're one inch shorter than you me. You really do. <laughs> I can't help it. And then I go off and have a solo romance with myself. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm wondering if that will bring um, some romance into it, but I'm wondering about some PTSD. If he walks in and, and it's a, like a monster, is she going to go, oh my God, get away from her, you bitch. And she's really talking about her lady plays. Oh, hmm. Oh, wow. I feel like Sasquatch, I first I'm of sorry. all, I don't. I think he's misunderstood. Okay. Actually, I think yes, he is a raging um, beast. You know, <laughs> there's no question. He lives out. Uh, is in he the raging? Forest. The most of we know of the Sasquatch, he just walks around. He lopes along. These people, Sasquatch fans, they're just out Stop. the door. All right, later, but, Squatchers. Later, Squatchers. He's out there. We gotta find him. <laughs> <laughs> well done. 
This isn't SquatchCon. Nice exit. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I think they I think they could be beautiful lovers. Mark, I do think. you think it can happen? Uh, yeah, I think it could happen. And I, uh, I think that um, one of those, they would have a very tender moment of uh, Ripley with the Clippers. Because <laughs> when, oh. Ripley, when Ripley lost her hair, was it Alien 3? Or, or yeah, Alien 3. Was it? Yeah. Um, like, that's a, that's a good-looking bald head right there. And yeah. I bet that I'm just picturing a very tender fire, fireplace-lit moment <laughs> where she's like, just let me, just let me. I think you're going to like it. I think you're going to like but it. But then she has to come to grips with the fact that she has a fully shorn Sasquatch. <laughs> What's yeah. that look like? And how terrifying it's that like looks like. It's like when you wash your beautiful dog with a lot of hair, and you're like, oh, Jesus, I don't want to see you for a minute. <laughs> Dry off, then get back to me. He's willing to try it out for her just to see, you know, what it's like. Oh man, Squatch would never let his hair be cut. I enjoyed that exercise, Brian. It was a very, very, very good. Very good. Thank you, William Shatner. (laughs) So we're going to talk about our favorite wizards and what we decided to do because I mean the list is so long that we're going to do round robin style. We'll try to get through this where we all say our favorite wizard that's an actual wizard or a witch, and then the second round we're going to say like a fictional character that's not actually a wizard but we think should be a wizard, and then our last one is a wizard in real life, right? That's that doesn't exactly make right. sense the way I explained it, but trust me, when we're talking about it, it will make this sense. This shit's all going to pan out. You'll see. <laughs> all right, so uh, Matt Sewell, who's, who's your favorite wizard from the fictional universe? I've been debating this, but I'm going to go with Ron Weasley. Ron, Ron Weasley's Weasley. cool. Yeah. Why? Well, uh, you know, he doesn't... Yeah, even of the regular wizards. Anyway, go ahead. No, let, let him, let him have ahead. his wizard. No, I don't want to shit all You know, his... his Sometimes his uh, courage was tested. His skill may have been not comparable to his two friends. But the the, the thing that sells it for me is that Hermione falls in love with him because he's got... He falls in love with Hermione. Well, she does too, eventually. she does. She does. She does. She does. does. But at the end, you know, it, it it was his heart that was like... Drew her in. And then he, he won the day that way. So what you're saying is he's kind of, and I've just experienced this, um, I believe, as a man who's not as good looking as, as his wife. People are like, they'll look at my, me and they'll go, I don't know. And then they'll look over there and they'll go, okay, there must be something happening. <laughs> I don't know if it's a large penis. I don't know if he's very strong. Maybe he's got a working tail. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, I, so that, you're basically defending Ron Weasley because he's like, they look and they go, I don't know, that guy's kind of a, oh, there's his wife. But he over, mm. that's what it is, he overcame going, oh man, I don't know about that guy, but he, he persevered. Okay. He I persevered. love Ron, I love Ron. Well, Brian, do you have a better wizard? Well, there's only, I mean, I love you all, but there's only one wizard, and that's Gandalf. Yes. He's the uber wizard. I mean, he's above William Shatner to me. <laughs> Uh, who I believe is also a wizard. Yeah, but, you know, in hindsight, when I think about a battle between Ron and Gandalf... Gandalf would be really nice, super nice and encouraging, and he'd be like, Ron, now is a time for you to look in... And then he whack! He just knocked that fucking... <laughs> down. No, Gandalf is the uber wizard because, first of all, he's not totally a human being. He's a, he's a spiritual being, so that's mm-hmm. tough to beat. And he's so, he does what wizards really do. Like, he's got magical powers, he's super powerful, but he's also incredibly encouraging. And I think a wizard should be encouraging almost as much as he's got power. Mm-hmm. The only knock on Gandalf is that a lot of times when you see his power, you're very surprised, and he'll defeat somebody. And then I don't know why the rest of the fellowship doesn't go, that was so great, you know. But, like, if you could have done that earlier. <laughs> and that isn't a criticism, it isn't a criticism. <laughs> I love what you're doing. I wouldn't want to do this trip without you. But, I mean, if you've got shit in the, you know, in the pocket, pull it out, man, because we're really being fully hunted to our death. <laughs> That's Gandalf. That's what I think. Mark- it's almost as if you've spent some time with the character of Gandalf. I have. I played yes. Gandalf in a, a musical parody of The Fellowship of the Ring called Fellowship, with an exclamation point, and, and he is my spirit animal. You did Gandalf the Grey and Gandalf the White, and what you're not telling them is in that play, you also played Galadriel. I did play Galadriel yes. in that as well. Yes, it was, Pretty sexy. It Thank was, you so much. It was fantastic. So uh, my wizard, I'm going to stay with Matt Sewell on this. I'm going to go, I'm going to be the other half to you. I'm going to say my favorite wizard is Hermione. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right? Um, 
And I just I can tell, I'll try to make this real quick, a story. So I was doing a con one time and we had a panel called Iconoclash where we did a tournament where we had 64 female characters and we voted until we got to a final four of our favorite ones and then we did a final two. So the, fi the final two, it was, it was Hermione and Ellen Ripley. And I just had no time for the Hermione fans because I was Ellen Ripley all the way. And I remember being on the panel and seeing, the, lover. <laughs> seeing this young woman. She was in her early 20s and just seeing her eyes water up. And I realized at the, that moment, Hermione means a lot to people who were growing up with the series. And I had seen the movies. So I went and I read all the books right away. And, and, and then I felt like such a bitch because I was like, oh my God, she's right. You know, because Hermione... With like I mentioned earlier, OCD and all that kind of stuff. She's like a little, a mini Audrey, but with strength and motivation. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. I get, I get. Like I was like president of the math club, and I was, you know, graduated fifth in my class, and all that kind of stuff. So the need to like, like that time turner shit when she was doing all her classes and everything. I get that for sure. And and she she ends up saving the day. She understands what other people need, and her her magic her magic is good. She created Dumbledore. Dumbledore's army, right? Mm -hmm. Made everyone practice. I mean, that's the great thing about her is she was a taskmaster too. She's making everybody know, you need to study defense against the dark arts right is, now. Is she an emanation of God like a Gandalf is? I'm just saying. Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just whoa. asking. I mean, it's cool if she's not. I'm just saying. I just told you that in my heart, I felt something about Hermione and you just shit on it. I didn't shit on it. I was just asking what her bona fides was. But anyway, that's cool. cool. He picked Gandalf. He's a little basic. He's going to have a pumpkin spice latte as soon as fall rolls around. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice lattes are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And one gentleman, one big pumpkin spice lover. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the greatest pumpkin spice lover of all time. And Hermione also had everything against her. I mean, she's muggle-born. I mean, she was constantly fighting. Yeah. She was constantly fighting to be a part of the wizarding world. And I, I love her, her, her courage in that. She's powerful, okay. no doubt. Mark? Um, I, am, I am going to uh, stick with you two on the ends here and stay in the Harry Potter universe. Wow. But I'm going to go with you, Brian, and uh, I'm going to pick a, a, a wizard, that, my favorite wizard, who is not, only, uh, is, is not only incredibly powerful, but also encouraging. And, yes. And wants, and wants other wizards to oh. figure it out for themselves. Marta McGonagall. Oh, McGonagall. Minerva. Minerva. Minerva McGonagall. She, she was like my first, okay. Her Marta's her totally sister. Right. Not no, true. you know what's funny? I know a girl named Marta McGonagall who's an actor in L.A. That's we did a thing together. Anyway, you know, I no, know Minerva, her too. Minerva I McGonagall. know Marta McGonagall. Do you really? Because she was in a pilot that I. She's great. Was a, but a Minerva of. McGonagall is, is the a real wizard. wizard. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, it is, uh, and specifically for me, it it's if I take a look at uh, if I look at uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone yeah. versus Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, and the way she deals with the students just coming into Hogwarts. And, and the, the way that her world has always been and the way she deals with uh, trying to make great wizards out of uh, these young minds. And this is her routine that we're seeing in the first one. And then you look at the, the final book in the series. Yes. And she is, when shit hits the fan, she knows what to do. She knows spells that she's never used before. And I can't argue with them. any of this. And she brings that entire school together to take down Voldemort. Could, I, we, I, ship, I can... could we ship Gandalf and McGonagall? No. I, I say yes. You guys say no. No, no, no. Too powerful. You're very inclusive. You know, you, you're at. You know, I, I totally agree with you because if you think, I, first of all, she never really got wounded during all the hair. No. no, she's strong as fuck. And um, what do you call? Um, she's the secondhand person, and the person with the most power is always the second in command. Mm -hmm. And she was Dumbledore's second. I mean, of course, he's all Dumbledore's a great wizard, but but she was the working wizard. Maybe. All right, I, I I I like that, Mark. I like that. Okay, I, Brian's trying to move this along because we don't have two hours. No, we don't. Okay, so our oh, next. Oh goodness. <laughs> so our next one. What we want to do is take a fictional character who kind of seems like a wizard. And Brian, you have a good one to explain this. Well. This is a character from literature, TV, movies, whatever, who is a wizard, but is not, you know, literally a wizard. For me, Walter White from Breaking Bad is a full, full fucking wizard, right? Unbelievably powerful, right? Yes. Who loves Walter White here? I don't love him, but I think he's awesome. Mm. Yeah. He's, a, he's an alchemist, right? 
So <laughs> he can take Sudafed <laughs> and some stolen equipment from a high school chemistry lab, and he can make, I grant you, it's methamphetamine, but it's the best methamphetamine. <laughs> no one can even understand how good it is. It must be magic, but it's not. It's wizardry. Also, I think he is, he is um, a wizard because he's, he's beyond personal shit at a certain point. He's like, he's living a, a full fantasy in his life. He's living his unbelievable, unvarnished truth. Granted, it's becoming a drug lord. Um, and that's not terrific. There's children. a lot of caveats to your, your No, your I choice. understand. I understand it. But I just, I look at him and I'm like, that's a wizard. I have a shelf at my house. This is true. That is in our, our office where all of our, our geeky, geeky uh, stuff is. We have this office with, just covered in shit like many of you probably do. And um, on one shelf, I have Ga all my Gandalfs. And all my Walter Whites on the same thing. That's how highly I put Walter White. On your White. wizard show. It's on my wizard show. <laughs> yes. He's a full 100% wizard. Mark, do you have a, a wizard that, someone that is a wizard but in, not in a magic way? Uh, I do. And I, I, I want to say this is not necessarily a fictional character. Okay. But uh, he, he had a persona on television. Okay. Uh, and that would be uh, Don Herbert. Don I don't Herbert. know who Don Herbert is. Don Herbert... Is better known as Mr. Wizard. Mr. Wizard! Oh, yeah. yeah. And here is why Don Herbert is amazing. Because uh, when I was a kid, I learned that you can take a piece of construction paper, roll it into a cone, tape a sewing needle or a straight pin to the bottom of it. Sure. Put a record on a pencil and spin it. And you've just made a homemade record player. I love it. That's <laughs> You fantastic. can also pour baby powder on top of a bowl of water. Dunk your hand in, pull your hand out, and it is completely dry. And that is all because when I was a kid, I used to watch Mr. Wizard on Nickelodeon. And he, uh, and he taught me some but of the most amazing science things. So science, like, much like Walter White, yes. science is uh, wizardry explained. And yes, also, yes. So I didn't go, I like this idea. I, I didn't go with uh, a, a science. I just, well, I, I don't know. I picked a Benedict Cumberbatch version of Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> For a wizard. First, thank you. First of all, I think if he was in the wizarding world, and do you guys agree? I think he'd be Ravenclaw, right? I think Ra Raven. But or, isn't he also quite brave? That's what I was thinking. I mean, or what, Slytherin? Like, like me, like I always call myself a, a Grifflepuff because I think I'm a little bit of, of Gryffindor and, and Hufflepuff. What's the, the for Ravenclaw and Slytherin? Slitherclaw. So Slitherclaw. He'd be, so he'd be a Slitherclaw. That sounds like a haunted house. Audrey, Audrey. <laughs> On, I, I'm going to change our funeral plans, and on your headstone, it's going to say, I call myself a Grifflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most profound thing I've ever heard you say. Well, I mean, Sherlock Holmes is all about uh, deduction and logic, and, you know, he can spin the cleverness, and, and he can spin those mysteries in his head and solve them. Yep. With his mind thoughts without saying anything out loud. Mind thoughts. Mind I said thoughts. mind thoughts. I'm glad he's not here to say you, hear you say mind thoughts. <laughs> Hashtag mind thoughts. Hashtag mind thoughts. Matt, uh, do you, who's yours? Yes. Uh, Gregory House, MD. Gregory House, okay. MD. Ooh. Okay. Back that's to the fantastic. science. That's Back pretty to fantastic. That's pretty good. He's a full fucking wizard. Yeah. That guy's a wizard. He's yeah. A wizard. I don't think there's any discussion. He's a pill he, addict. Yeah. He is an addict. <laughs> He has an enormous, a lot of, once again, this overcoming self, you know, problems. Yeah. And solving the things that he solved and the manner in which he solved them completely outside of the box. Every time. It was never like, oh yeah, that's just, he just needs some antibiotics. Do you think House and Walter White would make good roommates? Someone would die. <laughs> I, I think someone would die and it would be House. Um, I kind of agree with yeah. you. Walter White will straight kill you in your sleep. He absolutely will. He has. He has, he has done He'll that do before. That was, th those were some really good choices. Okay, mm -hmm. so our next one is uh, someone, in re a real-life person yeah. who we think is a wizard. And my, I'll, I'll start this round. Okay. My real-life wizard is Margaret Atwood because she can see the future. She's a wizard. For she's sure. she's bleak. She she's sees a bleak very, as fuck. <laughs> a bleak, and I'm not just talking about. Um, I don't know how many Margaret Atwood fans are here. I'm not just talking about Handmaid's Tale. I, I thank you. I'm talking about that gentleman. Um, like, one guy um, barely raised his hand. The the mad. I don't know if you guys read the Mad Adam trilo up. trilogy, Oryx and Crake. I mean the stuff. I mean she's taking 
uh, uh, very possible things that can happen. The way food is and what we're like genetic splicing with animals and what can happen to humankind. And when you're reading it, you know, you want to think, oh, this is fantastical. But you're reading it going, oh, crap, that can really happen. Yeah. Oh, man, that could really happen. So I think she's a wizard, not one that I'm happy about because of her, her, her outlook on life. Is, is, what is did you very... say earlier about her? Oh, yes, I said, I wrote it down. I said, uh, Margaret Atwood may not be the wizard we want, but she's the wizard we deserve. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Any more of this? Oh, Jesus. I'm glad this is booze and phasers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian, uh, tell us who, who you thought. All right. I was going to say Elon Musk is a wizard. Okay. He's a wizard. Yeah. But then I just suddenly realized that, that was that vehement right there. I just Why suddenly, are you so not pleased with Elon Musk? We don't like him. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Okay. He's warning us about Skynet. He's warning us about Skynet. I'm going to say, here's who I, I just changed my mind as I was sitting here. And that's the power of alcohol, children. Sure, they changed your mind while you were sitting they, yeah, here. They changed no, your mind. No, no, no. I was going to say, and I'm glad that I, now I'm glad that I did this. And you may hate this as well, sir. I don't know. It's Jeff but, Sessions. No, it's not Jeff Sessions. It's the opposite. <laughs> it's the polar opposite. I believe Barack Obama is a wizard. Okay, why? He's he's a nerd, man. He's here's such why. A nerd. Here's why he's a wizard. Just when I think he was president for eight years, he did amazing things. I think. But not just that. Every time I learn more about him, it's some other fucking thing that he's amazing at. You know, like, oh. White he's, um, <laughs> yes. That's a wizard. That's a full wizard. He also, like, I, I'm a science fiction reader. Guess what? I'm here at the NerdCon. That's not surprising. And um, there's a book, there's a, a series of books that is a kind of a hard science fiction nuts and bolts science fiction book um, that's called Remembrance of Earth's Past. The three-body problem? The three-body problem? Nobody. All right. Write that down, people. It's a deep cut. It's Chinese. It's been... uh, um, Translated. (laughs) Translated into English. I'm really putting myself... I thought for a minute you were reading a book in Chinese. No, I I can't do that. I was really going to But I read that Barack Obama... solo problem. Barack Obama read these books. These books. Yeah, and he read Seven Eves. He, He likes Neil Stevenson. And I don't know if this is his people... You know, putting it out there. Here's his reading list, and it's not true. But he reads He's some. Possibly really great- a wizard. That's all you know. I'm saying. I don't know. I don't have any evidence to that. All right, Mark. Uh, I'm going to go with, and I know that this is a little hometown shout out, and I don't care because she's the most amazing uh, wizard person uh, alive. I think uh, Dolly Parton. Oh, ha! Dolly Parton is a wizard. Dolly Parton yeah. is a wizard, why? and I will tell you why. Okay. Uh, first of all, her music is magical. She can uh, move you to joy and tears uh, with her songs. Uh, she has done, uh, she's done amazing things musically for all kinds of artists. Uh, and she can pull feelings out of people that, uh, that they don't even realize they have. Now, that's just on the music side. Uh, on the life side, where I come from is East Tennessee. And in East Tennessee, there's Are you a volunteer? A, I'm a big volunteer fan. Oh, I hope there's no you, Georgia man. Tech fans here. Go Gators! I know there's a game Gators. tomorrow. I know. Gators, anyone? Yeah. All right. Oh. All right. <laughs> Look, I'm a big Vols fan, uh, but that's beside the point. I'm a big Dolly fan is what matters right now. <laughs> yes, Kate. Yeah, you're right. You're um, right. Dolly Parton is from Sevierville, Tennessee. Ooh. And in Ooh. Sevier County, Tennessee, named after Governor John Sevier, uh, since... Uh, for, for the longest time, Dolly Parton has had a program where every kid that grows up in that county uh, gets a book a month from Dolly for free. Wow. Uh, I read about that. Yes. Yeah. And, if you, and when you graduate from high school, if you graduate from high school in Sevier County, where she is from, and you graduate with, I believe it's a 3.0 GPA, Dolly Parton will pay for you to go to college. That Man. is yeah. a. She's Dolly wearing Parton a a robe a of many colors. Yeah. She's a, a robe of many colors and a saint. Yeah. So um, we're gonna get Matt, and then I'm gonna. We've got some good suggestions from you guys for yeah. wizards. So uh, Matt, who's your my person? wizard? He has passed on uh, recently, but it is uh, George Martin, Sir oh. George Martin, who is the who was the producer the Beatles of the producer. Beatles. Oh, yeah. And he was a wizard, no yes. question. Um, you know, taking the technology of the day and thinking outside of the box and coming up with creative solutions to, you know, uh, not really big world problems, but coming up with great creative solutions to things. Uh, he, his work is the kind of the industrial revolution of 
popular oh, music. music. Like music. It, it's, so he changed the face of music. And having He's the patience, having the patience to see John Lennon snort mm-hmm. cocaine off of Ringo Starr's drumstick. And just while that's happening, he's like, I'm just going to mess with these knobs. I'm going to mess with these knobs. I'm going to let you finish what you're doing, gentlemen, (laughs) and then we'll be right back to it. (laughs) All right, guys, so I'm going to... He's my um, guy. We're going to take a... That is a a quick Twitter break, and then we're going to play a little game at the end of this, but there's some good ones. Shane says, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is clearly a witch. She's a... Yeah. And I mean, he means witch in a good way. Yeah. I'm right. assuming, like, like, like wizard. Like McGonagall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Style. I, I like that. Here's my um, feeling about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. If the, this is what I've often thought, is if there's never been more motivation to have a Captain America level super soldier serum than to inject it directly into Ruth Bader yeah. Ginsburg. Stay <laughs> alive. Can we you imagine forever. Super, Gin- super Ginsburg? You. Can you imagine what she looks like? She's just fucking buff as shit. She looks like she's been rocking CrossFit nonstop. I think her power source... She's a liberal warrior. You guys like know in Game of Thrones, uh, Melisandre, her power source is that necklace. Ginsburg is that lace collar she wears around. That's it. That is her power source. That shit's bewitched. Okay, let me get through these. Um, uh, (laughs) Chris Wisdom, I love you. Uh, Join Audrey Kearns on Booze and Phasers for hashtag mind thoughts. (laughs) Awesome. Um... At Sabian, uh, yeah, Nikola Tesla is my favorite wizard. That's oh, a good a one. Wizard. Um, at 100%. Z- Are these coming from the room or is this, this is live? Room. This, okay. is, this, this is the room. This Hi. is the room. So Hi. at ZP International says, got to go old school. Thank you, Merlin from Excalibur, King Arthur, which is, yeah. How can no we one said him? Merlin. No Merlin said would Merlin. be amazing. Yeah. yeah. He's an Merlin? Uber. You might be Merlin. You look like Merlin a little. Merlin with a flask. Sir, you've got to yell louder. I yeah. need you to yell louder. We're a bunch of loudmouth. <laughs> Thank drums. you. Well done. So, um, at <laughs> Chris Wisdom also said, uh, if Curry's Grand Wizard Tim Curry, uh, Grand Wizard doesn't make the list, I call foul. So you should yell foul. <laughs> also, I call foul on using the phrase Grand Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Like bad timing. No, 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 no. Bad timing. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's the Grand Wizard. No, 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 he's not. No, Tim Curry is not a Grand Wizard. Even Tim so, Curry be like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I reject that wholly. I don't, I don't know this one. So, um, at, God, I'm getting old. At uh, Labac, I think it's L L A. Whatever. What is um, it? <laughs> uh, Meamber from Raymond Feist's Rift War. Oh shit! Anybody who put that? Oh, that's who, a supercut. Is that a book or is that? De- I'm marking that down in my brain pan. Cool. All I, will, right. I, will, I will definitely check that out. Uh, Brian Dunaway said Gandalf Ralph Backsheaf, the best wizard, and he gave this picture. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a Ralph Backsheaf wizard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. It's weirdly like where they did the uh, rotoscoping. Yeah. That's Unreal. the version of the Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit that I remember from childhood where Gollum was like, Absolutely. Uh, like, look like, like Kermit Middle the Frog's Mr. Hyde. Of the nine fingers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the last one. And the ring um, of doom. The last one I'm going to read doesn't have anything to do with wizards. Um, I retweeted it in case any, any of you guys want to look at it. Chris Wisdom sent a picture and wanted me to ask uh, Mr. Gagliardi, yeah. why is this thing in Tennessee? So evidently he was in Tennessee. and. Uh-oh. And he took a picture of a mirror, and it says, normal mirror, this is not two-way glass, as if they had to announce Wait, that. normal mirror, this is not two-way glass? Like, they had to I've let- never seen that, but you went to the wrong Calhoun's Barbecue restaurant in <laughs> You went to the one that has the peep windows. <laughs> they, they just want to set you at ease when you're going to the bathroom. Don't worry, it's not a two-way, yeah. two, two-way mirror. You're safe. At least go. once, exactly. <laughs> Something happened there where they felt that they needed to put that up. I just want to point out that this lady's like yeah. 100% chance of porn. Yeah. <laughs> There's 0% chance that no porn yeah. was yeah. done there. She is, she is the <laughs> porn meteorologist. There's a 100% chance of porn having happened. You just described is- Van Nuys, California. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this happened to me. <laughs> I recognize... What is this story going to be? Hold on. It better be good. Hold on. Hold on. I recognized, I recognized the dog park in my neighborhood. Uh-huh. In a porn? In a, yes. Wait, really? Oh, really? That means you it, watch porn. You just admitted... Your kid is my okay. godson, you for God's sake. You got me. Holy shit. 
You yeah. got me. I, I, Matt doesn't just watch porn. Look, he breaks it down for the internet. Let me tell you something. Yeah. If this, if, well, also, how terrible is this porn that you're if noticing this hotel, the Let me if, unpack. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to see what books are on the shelf in this library they're fucking in. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> A guide to Western states. <laughs> it also, was, full anal. Here's the. You want to know what's really messed up? There's a, oh, there's a rock wall. On the other side of it is my son's little league. Wait. There's a lot Dude, of. Dude, I'm not fucking kidding. There is so much to unpack, this but is, I want to leave it in the suitcase. This is the, so, This is the San Fernando Valley. Yeah. That was a day shoot. You bet it was. It happened at the dog park. All porn shoots are the day shoot. They need to be done by three because they also have additional jobs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Also, you think they're paying for lights? We, need, we, we do need to move on. I think we need oh, to... Oh, do we? To right. submit, <laughs> we can submit the porn meteorologist panel next year at, at right. Dragon Con. I, I don't think One I've person. ever heard that word before, a, a term, and All I right. love it. Um, although Shane, and I feel bad that I'm following porn with this, Shane also said, Mr. Rogers is Jesus. That's a kind of wizard, <gasps> right? Who said, yeah, Mr. Mr. Rogers, Rogers. Is a Who said Mr. Rogers is a wizard? Where that, are you, Shane? I, well done. Shane is 100% right. Yeah. Well done. Okay, so, that's, what, um, that's it. We have 10 minutes left. That's beautiful. We have 10 minutes left, and so what I thought I would do is we're going to play an improv game for you guys. Oh dear. So in this cup, I, I, made, I made them up. You may think they're good or stupid, and I don't care. Don't judge me. Um, so the, in what are you these, going through, Audrey? I'm going through a lot. I know. So I've got, um, uh, and this cup has names of wizards, okay, that okay. uh, I made up. And, and this cup has a, a realm that they live in. And this cup has a, a villain, okay? And then we have 30 seconds to a minute to give a synopsis of what that book or movie is going to be about. Oh, my God. All right, awesome. so, um, Brian, you're going to go first. you want me to pick for you? Do you want to pick Sure, him? no, you pick for um, me. I think, let me see, it's this one. The, I forgot which one's the realms. Okay, this one. Okay, this one's realms. Let me give you the wizard first. Okay. All right. Tell me when to stop. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Your wizard's name is... Wolf Dancer. Wolf Dancer. <laughs> that's that's your... also the name of a stripper, but that's okay. all right. <laughs> the one from the dog park? That's yeah. right. <laughs> okay. You might know me from my dog Wolf, it park was pictures, Wolf Dancer and Peter North. <laughs> what, um, um, tell me to... He does. What? Boo! Brian, all right, Wolf Dancer. Brian, Wolf Dancer's good. Tell me when to stop for your realm. Please stop. Okay, so this is your realm. Your realm is... Post-apocalyptic future. Oh, uh, so Wolf Dancer's in a post-apocalyptic future. All right. Right, right. And this is going to be your villain. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay, so your villain's name is... So you got Wolf Dancer in a post-apocalyptic future. And your villain is Computo Skin. Computo Skin? (laughs) Computo Skin. I don't know what it means. Computo Skin. You don't know what it means, but you wrote it. I I do want to point that out. So (laughs) post-apocalyptic future, Computo Skin, Wolf Dancer, go! In a world... Where computers rule a post-apocalyptic nightmare. One man, one wizard, (laughs) wolf dancer, (laughs) lives to bring the world back to a happy reckoning. But one thing stands in his way. One human being named... Wolf dancer. No. Oh. Computer skin. I wasn't listening. Half man, half human. The very abomination. (laughs) I want to note for editing. I want to note for editing. Best laugh, me fucking up. (laughs) There's no way I can do it on purpose. I am in my cups. All right, here's what it is. (laughs) Fucking Wolf Dancer, yo. Like, Wolf Dancer is fucking... He's fighting the computer intelligence which caused the, uh, you know, the apocalypse. He's brought, you know, horror to humanity, you know. And Wolf Dancer's out there trying to fight the good fight. But Computo Skin... Computo Skin? This motherfucker right here? Computo Skin. Half computer... Half man, skin man, 
he and is a third fighting. human. He is fighting for his computer intelligence masters. In the end, Wolf Dancer, who, by the way, has the spirit of a wolf. And also the a dancer. The legs of a dancer. <laughs> the legs of a dancer. <laughs> the legs. <laughs> the legs. I mean, of I'm, a young Gene Kelly. <laughs> I mean, this kid can move. <laughs> He's got a feel for rhythm. He's got a feel for the music. It goes right through him. And he uses this to defeat Computo Skin <laughs> uh, in a final battle that takes place over post-apocalyptic burning Los Angeles. I thought you were going to say post-apocalyptic right burning man, which is happening oh, right now. That it is- also takes place at Burning Man simultaneously. Very good. I love it. Give it that. That was very good. All right. Yeah. Um, Matt, tell me. Matt Sewell, tell me when to stop. 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 Matt Sewell, your your wizard is named. Oh my goodness. Okay. Your wizard is named um, Star Thunder. Star Thunder. Cheaper. It's the world. (laughs) It's the porn that shot in your. That's right. Yeah. Star Thunder seventeen. (laughs) Seventeen. Um. Okay. And your uh realm. Star Thunder lives in a land of fairies, dragons, and other mythical creatures. Okay. And your villain is... Your villain is uh, Goblar. 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 It doesn't help to show it. I'm going to rename Goblar. (laughs) Gobbler. Okay, do it. Star Thunder and Gobbler. I am... It works better if his name is Gobbler. Okay, Gobbler. More evocative. Because we'll, Gobbler... We'll, be, we'll, be, we'll decide But then that's like his dark materials, but I'm just saying. Okay, Gar- go ahead. Gobbler is, you know, gobbling through... Gobbling? It's on the nose a little, but I like it. <laughs> Thanksgiving porn. That's We've a all different direction. Porn. That's not the direction I was going to go. All right, we got time. I never want to see Thanksgiving porn ever. <laughs> Terrible kind of porn. I gotta say, it's difficult to do this when all on my mind is Thanksgiving porn. It is. More stuffing. (laughs) (laughs) Not this week, it's cranberry sauce. (laughs) Doesn't bother me at all. Now that my mind is completely poisoned, long story short, Star Thunder uses the weather to defeat the gobbler who's trying to gobble gobble up the mythical place that he lives Shit, in. Shit, that's pretty good, dog. That's pretty legit. I mean, I that's like just the, t- that's the headline. That's it. There's a lot of details, and we're all going to, we're going to go over them in post. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was, a, a guy was half man, half human, so you win. <laughs> but for now, Star Thunder uses the power of weather and stars. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a it's a chem, it's a physics thing. Like go ahead. It. Next. All right. Okay. Next. next, I'll go. Now. I'm going to save Mark. I'm going to make you go last. Okay. Okay. So my um my what is this? This one's realm. So my realm is uh 21st century urban. Okay. I don't know what, what I meant when I wrote that. Like a 21st century urban. Now, do you mean like a radio station? I love that or? store at the. I love that store at the mall. Yeah. No, like a, a modern city. <laughs> Today time. Isn't that a Sirius XM channel? Yeah. Yes. You guys can all go to hell. It's all. It is. It's an you guys, brand. So mine is in a major metropolitan city, and, and my villain is the bulge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And my wizard's name is. <laughs> yes. He and the gobbler together. That's the bulge the and, the and the bulge. The, the gobbler and the bulge. They both live in Chatsworth. And my wizard's name is Jack Thrice Good. What? <laughs> Jack Thrice Good? Can I just tell you? I as think we he sat, wrote... As we sat in our hotel room, my wife was just writing. Like, I just got to write these real quick. <laughs> and she's writing these down, and I guess real quick means Jack Thrice Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, y'all. I think he opens for Dolly Parton. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together together for for Jack Thrice Good, everyone. Jack Thrice Good. Okay, y'all. So, uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, um, there's a country star named Jack Thrice Good. And everybody, I mean, he's like a, a, a Keith Urban. 
Urban, oh. get it? Okay, get it. Good. Nice. Jack, Jack Thrice good. And um, so he makes country songs by day, but he fights evil by night. And there's a corporation called the B- Bulge Corp. The Bulge Corp. <laughs> the Bulge Corp. The Bulge Corp. And they make home videos. And yeah. so... <laughs> We're also in streaming. So Bulge... <laughs> So Bulge Corp is like the Illuminati. They've been around for millennia. Sure they have. And, and they call it the Bulge Corp because there's an evil, at the core of the earth, there's an evil entity bulging out to the surface. Again, on the nose, but I like it. <laughs> and so, Why confuse the people? And, and Jack Thricegood, like, he was like an orphan man. He was like an orphan. And then he finds out, he like does one of those ancestry tests. And... <laughs> <laughs> you guys, and then he finds out and he goes to meet his ancestors. He's like, this is so cool. But then he finds out that they're fucking Bulge Corp people. <laughs> so he, what he does is he infiltrates Bulge Corp because they want to represent him as a musician. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Be their, be his agents. Yeah, yeah. So they're you know they they've got all his platinum records and everything. We own you now. And and so what he does, the story is he infiltrates Bulge Corp, and on his own with his country music, he stops the evil from bubbling up to the earth's surface. Fuck yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, put it together for my wife's brain. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Gagliardi, this is your realm. All right. This is my realm. All right. My realm is. Space. Space. <laughs> All right. By the way, Space Wizard is already my favorite thing. Already great. Okay, so this is uh, your villain. This is my villain in space is Frost Soul. Frost, Frost Soul. Ooh. Frost Soul. Hey, meow. I like it. And okay. here's your uh, wizard. Got it. Uh, my wizard is... <laughs> no, that's unbelievable. Doug. <laughs> That worked out perfectly. <laughs> All right. So, any Dugs here tonight? Do we have any, a Doug Any here? Doug in the house? No, no, no Doug. No, no Doug. All right. There's always one Doug somewhere. All right. Here's. Imagine, if you will, a world where Pluto is no longer a planet. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're mad. You know who else is mad? The one denizen of Pluto, Frost Soul. Oh shit. As soon nice. as Earth undesignated Pluto a planet, Frost Soul knew he had to get his revenge on the Earthlings. And so Frost Soul hopped in his, uh, he hopped a ride on that Voyager record <laughs> and he flew it all the way to Earth. Wait, he just flew the record? Yeah, he hopped on it and he surfed it like <laughs> he Silver took Surfer. He the fucking record out of Voyager. Yeah, he He's took like, the record out of Voyager. I'm gonna like, fly this motherfucker to Earth. Spacecraft. <laughs> I'm going to write a record. What I need is an old school laser disc. Yeah, because you know what this record did? What? It went 70s style where like the five line music note thing made yeah. a long wave. That's what he rode to Earth. Fair every enough. good boy right. does fine. I can't argue with that. Yeah. He rode the every good boy does fine uh, all the way to Earth where uh, he started to he started to freeze the whole planet. He's like, you want cold? You know what's cold? Pluto is cold, motherfuckers. So he froze the entire Earth until wow. there was only one person left. And it was a guy who worked at a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Not on Sunday. Not on Sunday. No, he had every Sunday off. He was a football fan. That's why he worked at Chick-fil-A. That's and a right. Mormon. Named and Doug. <laughs> and Doug, the last man on Earth, has to save his planet from the evil frost soul. Oh, yeah. Nice. Do you want to know how it ends? Oh, yeah, yes, I do. yes. Go see the movie. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Boo. All right, guys. I'd love to do a lot more, but we're out of time. We so what, what we're going to do is we're going to all go down. Uh, did you bring a quote? We do oh. favorite quotes at oh, the end. Shit, if you I did. Our favorite okay. quotes? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Do what's, in general, favorite a- quotes? Anything in life. Okay. Uh, when I was a uh, junior in, in high school, my anatomy teacher, we came in one day. Miss Benedict had written on the board my favorite quote of all time. Uh, action without vision is just passing time. Vision without action is just a dream, but action with vision will change the world. What? Ooh, that's beautiful. Nice. That's fantastic. I like that. <clears throat> Do any of you guys have a quote? I got a quote. Go for it. My quote is from my, uh, my mom's childhood friend, and she said, never put a price on a good time. Oh, shit. I like never, never put, put a price, price on a good time. I which is why lived that my entire life. Which is why I'm in an incredible amount of debt right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Brian? I got two. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a Gandalf one because this is good. We need this right now. Basic. He says, many are the strange chances of the world and help oft shall come from the hands of the weak when the wise falter. Well, those are really good. I'm going to totally change up my quote because you guys gave really inspirational ones. And this is a quote I think I, 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 think I remember. It's uh, my favorite Next Gen episode where, you know, remember when Picard gets zapped by that, um, that thing and then he goes and lives an entire life on a planet. And yep. there, yeah, okay. So, and, and he's, what, what's the inner light? Who said that? Thank you, inner light. That's my favorite Star Trek Next Gen episode. Also and and he, says, he says to his son on that planet that's dying, he says, live now, make now the most precious time. Now will never come again. So yep. thank you for coming out for Booze and Phasers, Thanks, everybody. Guys. Thank you. That was great. That was awesome. You guys, uh, we did it. stick around. <laughs> we did uh, it. Botched, Botched Podcast is next, you guys. It's a great D&D podcast. If you guys time, have time, stick around for that. Bye. Thank All you. Right. Bye. Bye.